blue wire. And he's going to run it and keep it himself. Reed is all by himself. Give him six. Jordan Reed. Second and goal. Johnson. Sprinkle. Touchdown. Reed. He's going to the end zone. Has a man open. Dixon down the middle. Caught. Touchdown. Josh Johnson to the goal line and into the end zone for a Washington touchdown. And welcome to episode four of the Josh and Jordan podcast. I am your host, Jordan Reed, and I am alongside, once again, our franchise quarterback, the guy with the keys to the franchise and everything associated with it, the person that makes this whole operation go, and that is the Josh Johnson. Josh, how's everything going, man? Chilling, bro. You know, since uh, week four. Yep. I'm trying to get a little better every week. Get the hang of this thing down a little bit. So I'm trying yeah, to so. see what I can do today to be better. I did some so, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we're right at the end of the first quarter of the season, you know, through week four. It's a long 17-week season, so mm-hmm. you're still getting the hang of things. You know, you, you got a good grade right now for a guy that really was thrown into the deep end, not really knowing exactly what was going on, but – you know, you've maneuvered and you've done things well. So we got a we got a bunch of topics that we're going to get to today, something we weren't able to get to last time, which happened in your state, California. And they passed a bill saying that college athletes can now get paid. And I believe it starts in 2023 or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my initial thoughts on it. I'm actually a huge fan of it just because – We've all seen the debate about the NCAA video game and why they got rid of it. I used to love that game personally. Even though they didn't have the actual names on it, you could always download the rosters to get the actual people's names on it. But we were never able to profit from that. And I say we just because we were guys that were included onto the game. And it wasn't a big deal for me just because you're always going to run into the issues of some guys making more money than others just because they bring more money to the university. And that's some of the things that you have to deal with, with these college athletes getting paid. But I think it's a good thing. I think they should be able to profit off of their likeness just because, I mean, we hear the NFL is a billion-dollar industry. I think the college athletics world is the same way. And even though they get housing and stipends and all these other things, I don't think that is able to compensate for some of the stuff or some of the money that they bring into these universities. And just for example, like Johnny Manziel or Tim Tebow or guys like that, just think about Cam Newton is another great example. Just think of the type of money that they bought to their schools, and they will never see any of that type of money. And those guys went on to make billions of dollars, and they're still making that money to this day outside of Manziel. But we know the type of setup that he had with his parents and everything, so he's still getting money regardless. But they never were able to see some of the money that they brought into those universities. So I'm all for it. I love it. I love California. I think they are a trendsetter, and I think this may be a trickle-down effect. But I want to get your thoughts on it. Just how do you feel about these college athletes potentially getting paid? Um, I think there's layers to it, but on the, the biggest layer of all, I mean, let's just keep it simple. In a in a way that if, you, if you're a part of bringing in the dough, you should be a part of reaping some benefits of, you know, what you bring in. You get what I'm saying? I just, I just think that's just flat, plain, and simple. If you're a part of the, the act of bringing in the revenue stream to whatever that school has going on, and if they see a surge in that revenue stream, especially when you're there, then you should be able to benefit for what you bring to the table. I mean, that's the work you put in, and if you work, you should be able to get, you know, compensated for your work. Um, I've 
personally haven't pulled back all the details of it to to understand like every layer of the situation. But uh, I mean, just off the top of strength alone, like in California, I mean, I, I always thought it was absurd to me because like if you look at uh, just the natural economic structure where California got going on, just is how, how it is to live out here. And uh, some of these, some of these, some of these kids come from you know dire situations, and and to be pulling out to where you can't help support your family, can't help support your parents, but you got like you know you got all this likeness and got all this ability to be seen, but don't benefit from that. You also you know you putting your family in a bad situation, and so well, you could be actually helping them. And let's just keep it real, like most of the professional sports teams, you know they only got limited numbers, and so that opportunity just off numbers alone ain't gonna be fair to everybody. But the opportunity to go to go to college is a way larger pot, and and that could be something that could be life changing for you know for people who would never really made to the league. And so if you can start stacking that you know stacking your paper in college to actually you know benefit you and your family for the long term, I think that's that's, that's very much a game changer. But one thing I would like to see if I got to play devil's advocate, um, I would like to see now the uh, the education of finances for athletes improve, especially in the college level. Uh, because, I mean, a lot of, you know, you're an athlete, you're not really raised to understand nothing but how to make it to the league, bro. You know, that's kind of been the culture. No if you're really, you know, a real good athlete. And, and I mean, we battle with that when you get to the pros. But to me, I think you got a better advantage in college because of the situation. You in class, you have a opportunity to focus on something specific. Um, and I think your focus can be more there because you're there every day versus in the league, you know, you got to go to school in the off season. You got a million different distractions down. Your mind yeah. might not be there. But if yeah. you're talking about taking accounting classes, taking business admin classes, taking these things that actually direct affect what you got going on right now, I think that's game changing, bro. So kudos to Gavin for that. We call him Batman. You know, he, he, did, a, he did a game changing thing. Um, and I would just like to see the next step of, you know, not just giving people this opportunity, but, you know, allowing them to keep this opportunity. Like, make it beneficial for not just anybody, like, for the people who got to go to the league, but make it beneficial for everybody to put themselves in a the situation. And you, you made a lot of good points there. And I think the most important thing that you said was really, really educating the actual athletes on exactly how to go about this money. And I think that's always been an issue in the league just because I don't know if you've seen the broke 30 for 30. Have you seen that before? The 30 for 30 called broke. Um, I seen, a, I seen a couple of them, but I mean, I just, I mean, you hear all the percentages, you, you get the education, but you also, you, you in the lifestyle. So you can see how it's so easy. And I think like, I mean, most of us inner city kids, like, we already lack resources before we get into these situations. So our resource is football. You feel me? Our parents didn't have money, so they don't really know. They don't have no the doubt. relationships to educate us, to, to, to guide us in the right direction, to say, right. this is what you need to be doing, son. I'm going to prepare you this way. Like, that's not the way it is right now. But now that, you know, that, like, the chances of your kid getting a scholarship is there's a whole lot better chances of your kid making it to the league, you feel me? So, I mean, I think 
either the NCAA or the, the, the program specifically, or maybe it got to be some nonprofits. You feel me? Hell, I got a nonprofit of my own. It'd be something that we might have to do. Just looking into it is really, you know, educating people on how to survive the lifestyle that they about to walk into. You feel me? Like, if you're going to make X amount of dollars off your likeness, now you a company. Like, you know, teach people what it's like to, you know, start an LLC, start an escort, you know, how to how to do their taxes off these things, like how to really benefit over the long term value should help. They, you know, that some parents want them to endorse their companies, teach them about ownership instead of just teaching them about, you know, uh, getting a little check, you know, to promote something. You know, everybody, right. some people might be made for ownership, but understand that some people might just be made to be endorsers. So I think it's different levels to it. I was seeing something with the little Lion King and bro was telling me the dude that did the song that he was saying on the article, on the interview, and it just stood out to me to this topic. He was like, well, I negotiated that instead of taking $2 million up front or whatever it was they were trying to pay him to do, I can't wait to be king. He took royalties. And he, he made that money plus some over his lifetime. But, I mean, that's a rare commodity, especially with inner city people, to see them do that. And the inner city is a big market for athletes. So, um, I think right now that would be one thing that I would want to see change um, so that most guys can not only – get this opportunity but benefit from this opportunity because i think it's a it's life changing man what's going on in college is life changing no i i think the college atmosphere is the from a business as well as involvement standpoint it's the best one like i went to a michigan game when i was playing detroit for the first time crazy it was like a super bowl it was like <laughs> a super bowl when they was playing i don't even remember the team yeah it was like a super bowl bro so to actually, you know his money flowing. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know his dollar circulating. Like, look at the way the coaches benefit. But, I mean, the, the product, the player should be a part of that. Like, you want ACL tear away, you want anything away from that being here today, going tomorrow. So, while you're in it, you should be getting it. And by any by all ways. So, hopefully, hopefully, you know, guys reap the benefits of this, bro. They will, and I want to. I, I want to see the I want to see the inner city people benefit from it. No doubt, and I, I want to stay on that topic just because a person that's from your area, Marshawn Lynch, a guy that you know, I believe you're very close with Marshawn. Y'all from the same area in Oakland, and he's a guy that really learned the game on well, the fly. My <laughs> see, you you keeping stuff away yeah. from me. I didn't know that, man. I did not know that was your cousin. We got to get him. We got to get, get him on here, man. We got to get him on the podcast one time. Johnny, I'm sure he's. <laughs> Couldn't he get him to talk at the Super Bowl? I know he's not going to talk on the podcast. But he's a great example of a guy that really learned the game on the fly, in a sense. And he was always a smart businessman. He knew the game. But as far as endorsements, Skittles, everything that came with that, he learned how to invest his money. And everybody was so surprised when he came out and said he hasn't spent a dollar of his money since going to the pros just because he learned the game. And I just wish we could educate athletes more like that. Maybe not to invest like he did just because you're going to have to spend some money at some point. And I'm sure he has, but just to better invest your money. And I keep going back to that broke 30 for 30, just because these dudes try to live this lavish lifestyle. You got 
practice squad and, you know, guys that are at the bottom of the roster trying to live like the star players and trying to outdo them or match them. And that is just not about that. And that I'm sure you've seen some of that going on. And these dudes, their money doesn't last. And you just hate to see that and stuff like that. So it's a really good topic, man. And you got something else you want to touch on that topic? I mean, I mean, but even with that, bro, like, I think that's human nature. Like, you see anybody who come on to some new money, especially if you ain't never had money, you get that urge to match, you know, to scratch all those itches that we didn't have since we was little kids, you know. That's just, I guess, maybe it's growing up in America. So I think what, like, for me and what I experienced being around my cousin and his situation um, and other players I've seen have do it right, like, um, who, who've been in better situations, like, just in regards to the amount of money they made than myself. I just think, like, when, when once you become educated, bro, your focus just changes. Because you see the value, like, because you can see how you can sometimes scratch those itches by, you know, you and your money right. Like, I mean, you, 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 you might create a company and that you might have wanted this lavish car. Your company can buy you that car. You get what I'm saying? And and it can just be a short-term fix because instead of you spending your actually your money is just, you know, a bonus for you, you know, having a great company. Because you've been focused on building a building yourself, you know, as an enterprise versus just, you know, I just want to, you know, be a brand my whole life. And I think uh I think I just think the education changes your mind frame. And I, and most people that I've seen once they get educated they naturally just just start moving different. I'm pretty, I mean, you probably experienced the same thing. Like, the empowerment of the mind is real, bro. And once the mind get right, you know, things just start changing for you. So, I'm big on that. No doubt. Been there, done that, man. We've both been in that situation. I haven't been on the higher-up level like you, but I've been around some guys. I know plenty of guys in the NFL. I've seen the situations happening before, and we don't need to get in all that. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Access Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Access Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.access.com, You'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Access Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up and it's free. That's sports.access.com, sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friends sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axis.com. Again, try to for free 99 at sports.axis.com. That's sports.axios.com. Next topic. Something something that is a highly debated topic right now. We know what happened in Washington with everything that's going on right now, but we're going to make sure to keep it clean just because Josh did he did just finish the year there last year, and also he still is attempting to get back into the league. So I want to make sure I protect him, and he 
You know, I don't want to put any false information or bad quotes out there that keeps him from entering another situation in the future. But everybody knows what happened in Washington this week. We already touched on Jay Gruden last week and that entire situation. But I want to talk about Dwayne Haskins and this whole practice thing that's going on with him. And the the interim head coach, which is Bill Callahan, a guy that was there uh, last year, a guy that has a very, very good reputation throughout the league as an offensive line guy, former head coach. He's had a lot of stops. I'm sure you've had previous interactions with him when you were in the building. And something that is different with him from Jay Gruden is that he came out and said all the guys, Colt McCoy, uh, Case Keenum, and Haskins are splitting those first-team reps this week. And there is a limited number. But prior to that, Jay Gruden was saying he only was getting those backup and scout team reps. So just talk to us a little bit about that. And I know – I know the game kind of in that there's only a limited amount of first team reps that you can only give a guy. And it's not, it's not always an even split just because you're going to have first team, second team in the practice squad guys that really do get in that only get those live game reps that you're trying to establish the game plan with and rep those plays with. So just talk about the situation that Haskins is in going from primarily those scout team reps to those first team reps and just kind of explain that a little bit to us. Well, I wasn't there, so I couldn't give you the the, gender, the the real, but what I've had experienced, the only first rounder who I didn't, who I was around that didn't play immediately, immediately was Josh Freeman. And <laughs> I was a part of that whole chaos. So we had a situation there where Byron was a starter. I knew the playbook better, but Josh wasn't ready to play per se. So they made me the backup on game day, but I got no backup reps in practice. Josh did. So my only reps was scout team. Mostly everybody else I've been, the starter has been, the first rounder has been the starter. But, um, and so. Wait, hold on, we got to back up. We got to back up. I got to interrupt you on that. So you went into the game as the backup, but you got scout team reps all week? Wow. Yeah, my 0-3, when I first started, my first, when I first, how I first started, bro, you wouldn't even believe. Like, I was number Remember I told you last last week we talked about how they didn't talk to me when they drafted Josh. Yeah. Remember I told you that, right? Yep. So that was real. Like I wasn't getting no reps, bro. I remember I got like one rep in mini camp, like a couple reps, so like four reps. Then in training camp, didn't get no reps. Got in the game, preseason ran a touchdown, so they gave me like like four reps the next week in training camp practice, and then they was like, I played you know, decent again, and I was like, all right, we won't let you play. And then uh, I kept doing doing cool for no, no reps. And uh, then Luke and, Luke and Byron was having a quarterback controversy, and, you know, it wasn't going so well. So they ended up letting me and Josh play the whole last preseason game, play really well. So they was like, all right, we're going to trade Luke, and then we're going to make you the backup on game day. Josh going to start. Wow. We started on three. They was like, all right, Josh, you starting now. So – my first team, first time stepping in the huddle with our starters, bro, was this week when we playing the Washington Redskins. <laughs> wow! And that's how I started. That's how I got to the league. That's how I was my that was my first career starts was was literally no practice. Like I can count on my hand how many practice reps to start, but that's how it goes down. So in the case of him, I mean, I could from from what I saw, Jay was doing it traditionally. You're not the starter. You don't get no reps. You get scout team. You got to make them real. 
you got to try to say they plays, the other team plays like your plays and make that rep as real as possible. Hopefully your D coordinator is not a circle guy. <laughs> and hopefully he actually <laughs> let you play quarterback on scout yeah. team. Throw it here, but, throw it here, throw it there. Yeah, I got you. Per team. And then, uh, you know, they was in a real season. Like, I'm, he probably split their reds up in training camp. They battled it out. He probably felt comfortable with Case. Case started. Didn't start so well. Fan got hot. You know, he probably, you know, throw the youngster in there versus the other youngster to see what happens. Didn't go so well. Now, you know, right is on the wall. Callahan pretty much, he he on a job interview. And he gonna, he gonna do his, his his job interview is to try to, you know, get get the ship rolling. He gonna run that ball. Case, case has <laughs> Callahan gonna run that oh, ball. for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he already came out and said that. Football, no doubt. Football. Like, let's, not, like, let's not end up in his coaching pedigree. Like, I mean, he been to the Super Bowl. You feel me? Come, he more of an old school coach, but that might, you never know. But um, in regards to what's going on now, I mean, if this team don't turn around, they got to eventually play the youngster. So he got to get him ready. And if he get the youngster ready and get him doing his thing, that'll probably get him a job. So oh, no doubt. I just think now they kind of like a semi-training camp mode where they're trying to re-identify themselves, identify who, who what type of team they're going to want to be. I mean, it, it's been a lot going on there. For me being that, they really had to adjust their plan. I mean, I'm pretty – just for me just speaking, like, you know, generally, I mean, they committed a lot to Alex. And that was – a veteran quarterback. So you probably wasn't thinking, I mean, you probably thinking young quarterback, you probably wasn't in the desperate need that they were in after last year when I took over, when you got, I'm hurt, Cole McCoy hurt, Alex hurt. We got nobody on the roster. Uh, so we got to go young. And that, I, I just, you know, I just, it's just how this business been working since I've seen it. So now you see them now, they're trying to put, plug the pieces back in, get everybody in, Probably like open season, everybody got an opportunity. Yeah. Whoever's produced the best, which stats-wise, Case Keenum has been their most productive quarterback. He gonna get his first go at it. He do right by, he probably keep him, and they'll probably let him go into some. If he if something go right, he gonna keep it. Something go wrong, they gonna get that youngster ready. No doubt. I don't know the situation with Coach. I would have to be there, but uh. I mean, I think they all on job interviews, everybody, besides Dwayne Haskins. He's the only one that's for sure going to be there. Everybody else, coaches, players, they audition there. And, you know, see how it goes for them. Um, that's what I, that's my opinion on what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you said a mouthful, man, but I think you're spot on with everything. And that's what you always see with the interim head coach. It, it's a huge job interview. And they're fighting for their lives. I've been in that situation before. I've been a college coach before that's been on the interim tag with the head coach. And that's exactly what it is. It's a huge job interview. And you basically can't mess up just because you have to go on some type of win streak in order to get that job. Just because, let's just be real, they already have their pool. They already. Go ahead. And I need people to understand this. I listen to this. When you say you can't mess up, it, they don't care what the situation is. Right. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nope. Nobody cares who's not playing. None of that. They don't care about it. none of that. The only person who got, I know right now, who got some leeway for sure in that building, they will probably give a general excuse for it is if that young boy probably played. They'll probably say, oh, Jordan Reed's not playing. Vernon Davis is not playing. Yeah. So we, we, don't, we don't know. 
because he's still on the in good side. But once you're on the other side, you could be playing with your grandpa John with one leg. If he out there, they expect you to win. No doubt. <laughs> so and that's that's what they're going to expect from Callahan, man. Because for, for people to know that, bro. I mean, let's just be real. Like, they they already had a pool of candidates and who they want. They already know. Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen. Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen, they already know. I mean, a short list has already come out of who they want. I'm not sure if you've seen it. It was like Ty Bowles, uh, Eric B. Enemy. It was one more person. Mike Tomlin. That name was floated out there. For some, it's a lot of rumors going. It was a lot of rumors going out there just because, yeah, you know, his son plays at Maryland. And him and Doug Williams have some connections. They go way back. So there's been some rumors floated out there that they might end up trading for Tomlin or if Pittsburgh does end up letting him go. So that's the word on the street right now. But we'll see what happens. It's Bill Callahan's job to lose right now. So it's going to be an interesting situation. I'm really looking forward to seeing how that situation does unfold just because there is some dysfunction going on from the higher-ups. You've been there before, and I know you can't really speak on it, but I call a spade a spade, and we know what's going on there. And they they have a lot of work to do. I think they have a lot of talent on the roster, but they have some issues in the higher-up areas. They have some things to figure out in that department. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how that whole ordeal does end up working out. But those are the topics we got for you today. We were a little bit shorter than what we normally are, but we're gonna we don't want it we don't want this thing to be over thirty minutes just because it gets long and drawn out. But we got to the college athletes topic, we got to the Redskins topic, and just the Dwayne Haskins things. I'm sure there'll be some other things that unfold this weekend and in the NFL that we'll have some topics to discuss next week. So episode four is in the books. We head to week five next week, man, the second quarter of the season is starting. How you how you feeling about this podcast thing? I need to get your thoughts about that, man. This this is a bit unfiltered right here. Josh Johnson, how you feeling about podcasting so far? I mean, it's cool. Uh, I'm starting to get the vibe of it a little bit. It's different for me um, because, I mean, it's actually me, you know, speaking on kind of like my experiences, putting it together, but kind of putting it in my own words. I never really have put my own message out like this. So I, I, I mean, I've been enjoying it, just talking about stuff that it that really, like you won't see all over the TV screen. I think that's what was making it enjoyable because we, you know, we've been talking about kind of like stuff most people don't really understand, and you know, and I think we don't. You can It's hard for the real media to dive into that because it's, it's only so amount of time, and then they gotta, you know, cover the still cover the game. They can't really dive into culture and all these different things that play into it so i've been enjoying it bro i mean you've been a you've been a good help you feel me so i appreciate you breaking me in and i just you know try to get better with it make it hopefully we you know make it one of these bigger things as we continue to grow eventually get some people on here yep. they don't gotta listen to us but right now it's our show that's what i'm here for man like i said i'm i'm just the bridge gap quarterback man you're the young First round guy stepping in headliner name. I'm just the old washed up Ryan Fitzpatrick type, just trying to bridge the gap to you, man. That's all I'm trying to do <laughs> with this podcast. But, you do the reps though. You do the reps though. Hey, that's what I'm here for, you man. Reps I'm, I'm here to coach you up. I'm gonna take all the training camp reps. We're gonna watch film together. I'm gonna teach you the playbook. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm the bridge gap guy, but. Another topic I need to get your opinion on. I don't know if you know, NBA starting up soon. 
The Warriors, man. How you years old? The, oh, the Warriors. How you feeling? Um, I, I, I think, I think this gonna be the year. Like, I don't, I can't make no predictions about the squad because, man, I mean, they went young. They had to. They didn't win young. Clay hurt. Um, Clay come back healthy though. Don't sleep on this. Facts. I'm just telling people like. Klay Thompson is a way better player than he was before Kevin Durant got to Golden State. Way better. Way better. Get D'Angelo Russell comfortable. I'm still a little iffy on the size and the depth, but I ain't judging because they're young. But when you got superstars like Klay, like Steph, like Draymond, who know how to teach guys how to play the game, I think we in good shape. We're we going to be that sleeper team this year. Obviously, the Clippers look real good. The Lakers look Good. Houston looked good. A lot of the West is loaded up. No doubt. But I just keep it simple, bro. Three is worth more than two. No doubt. A lot of outshooters. We shoot threes like layups. But the biggest thing is being able to play defense. If the Warriors gonna get the defense rocking, the Warriors gonna be a problem again. Gonna be a different kind of foot uh, hoop. Ain't gonna be just dominating everybody like yeah. man. KD gone. Yeah. So I, I need to get your thoughts on that too. That's the last question. You know I wasn't going to let you leave without getting your thoughts on KD leaving now. I need your thoughts on that. I mean, I think he had to do what he had to do was best for him. I mean, obviously, based on what's coming out now, he wasn't comfortable with the constant pressure that everybody you know was hating on the situation. I thought it was beautiful basketball. I think we the words proved the notion. I mean, it shows to me what kind of superstar Steph Curry is. We welcomed that man. They welcomed him out here. He played his game. Nobody had to take a back seat. Everybody excelled. Um, a lot of championships was won. A lot of blowouts happened. And everybody around the league was crying. So now they got they, they got they wish. It's parity back around the league. You know, it's a little even. But if the Warriors figure it out, I think we will, maybe not this year, but the dominance will continue. Don't sleep on John is coming out here, too. <laughs> you already putting in the word for that. <laughs> Since we are sharing secrets, we are sharing secrets on the podcast. So, just to give you, we still learning about each other. So, I am a huge NBA fan, but I am a huge Chris Paul fan. That actually is my god brother. Uh, we grew up together. His dad and my dad went to high school together. They grew up together. So that's my guy. Whatever team he's with, that's really who I rep. So I'm a Thunder fan. Right now, even though I got I got to support the family, man. I got to support the family. I know they're not going to be very good this year. But one of my favorite athletes ever is LeBron. So wherever LeBron goes, I go. And I'm a huge, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. He plays for the Lakers. So I'm going to cheer for the Lakers this year. I'm looking forward to seeing how him and Anthony Davis. I think that's going to be a really good pairing. So the West is loaded, man. And we'll see how, how that does end up shaking out. It's but I'm excited. Gonna be, it's going to be beautiful. No doubt. The West been think, loaded, though. The West being loaded, but they just can't run through. They just ain't been able to run through what's going on in things. So they had to get nah, they have. out of here. They got to get out of here. <laughs> but now, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, big respect for Brian and everything he do, especially off the court. Uh, on yep. the court, you feel me? When they playing the Warriors, I, I turn into a fan, a Warrior fan, and I ain't feeling Brian when they playing the Warriors. So big respect <laughs> for him on the court. Yeah. I mean, they still got to put it together, man. Doc Rivers with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. It'll be tough. Who will? It's going to be some. 
Yeah, Pat Beverly. It's gonna be some. Montrez Harrell. They Pat they got a good team. They got a good team, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be a, that's gonna be something to see. I'm on. No a, I, I can't wait till we get real. But yeah, I mean, we gonna get we gonna see. I ain't, I ain't talking about the words to the to play get back. You're right. That's the, that's the right thing to do. But this is this the most even the NBA has been in a while, and everybody knew KD was eventually gonna leave. That really was like a. a like a few years stop for him just because <laughs> that is true. But we're going to get into some NBA talk on the next show just because the season probably will, well, it won't be started. It'll still be about the tail end of preseason. I know there's actually a game that come on tonight. Zion playing tonight. So actually here in about 30 minutes. So I'm looking forward to seeing him playing against the Bulls. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Zion, they got a good team. They got a good team, but that's that's some stuff we'll get into. He can. He scored easy basket back to the basket. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how that young team will roll, bro. No doubt. But that is episode four. (laughs) We gonna we're gonna have fun. I'm glad you like the NBA because I'm a huge basketball fan too. So that is episode four. It is in the books. Thank you guys once again for listening to the Josh and Jordan podcast. Always remember to subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your choosing and leave a five-star review. We will see you guys next week with plenty of extra time.